Podcaster, I hardly know her. <laughs> oh, hi. My name is Megan. I'm a busy mom of four young kids, a comedian, an improv trainer, and an award-winning author. This podcast is essentially the vessel I use to verbally process all types of topics and experiences. I love sharing stories, ideas, and considering new alternatives to things I have yet to learn and apply to my own life. All of this in effort to help create happier, healthier human connections through humor. Welcome to the I Hardly Know Her podcast. Hey, hey, friends. Um, Curious, what type of message would you want to amplify? What stories or experiences have you had in your life that you feel have had such an impact on you that they could be beneficial um, for other people? And do you have that desire to share those messages? And if so, like how and when and, and why and how will they be received and all the, blah, 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 all the things. So this is an episode I felt compelled to share because uh, I was thinking about a lot of this stuff myself and it's a journey I've been on for a very long time with uh, kind of sharing my story and my life being kind of an open book, literally with uh, having published a book and also just um, embracing the fact that I, I don't know why, I just don't feel really that uncomfortable um, sharing stuff. It's very cathartic for me. Uh, I like it to have some sort of purpose though. And so that's what is happening in today's episode is all about messages and sharing stories and why and, um, why and how, and all those little tidbits. Um, so that if, and when we share, like, is it gonna, is it gonna be something that we feel good about and be, uh, a productive thing in our experience? Uh, so thanks for being here. Here is today's episode about Amplify. I have been following Gary Vaynerchuk for several years now, and I remember a long time ago, he was saying something about how important it was that when we build content on social media or when we do things to build our business or whatever, like at the time he was talking a lot about people in the influencer space and how we needed to remember that it was just as important of a message if only one person likes your post or only a couple people. Instead, so many people are so focused on getting hundreds or thousands of followers and likes and interactions and all of that to make it feel like they're, you know, really making an impact or doing something valuable. And I really took that to heart. And I think of that often when I started my podcast initially, I was thinking, you know what? I want to do this. And yes, it would be great and wonderful to have just like this massive platform with lots of people listening and sharing and whatever. And it has grown over time, but it didn't stop me from starting it. I jumped right into it knowing that I wanted to just do it. It was for me. It was a place to kind of catalog different things that I was experiencing in my perspective and to see, you know, as I look back on different things, what evolution has taken place, what things have I become even more resolved in. And um, so as I was writing a post today for social media, uh, which honestly I've had a love-hate relationship over with over the years, and I don't want to have a hate relationship with it anymore. I feel like 
Social media is a very interesting and powerful globally connected tool that I want to use for good um, whenever possible. And I don't stress out thanks so much to Gary Vee um, in saying it doesn't matter how many likes or, or interactions, right? So I have been so grateful to have that perspective of not caring a ton when something doesn't go viral or whatever that even means anymore. If something doesn't have a ton of interactions, because sometimes I might only get like one or two um, comments or something, sometimes no comments, maybe just a like or two. Um, And other times it, it might be a lot. What matters is I feel like when I follow my heart and my instinct and I line that up with my genuine intention to try to do good, to try to put good into the world, to use the platform that sometimes can be seen as an evil, yucky, vile place, to have that intention to do good with it, to put good things into the content and into the space where it can be a, a learning and connecting and fun and funny and happy space. So I, um, as I was writing this post today, I I was just reflecting on that again and how often the one person who might need to hear my message for the day is me. (laughs) Like, I think that when we tune out the noise of the busy world around us and the endless list of tasks and the obligations that we have, to be quote unquote successful at work or with our roles as a parent or other things we have in the community, whatever it is, if we ever lose sight of what fuels us, what centers us and to continue to learn and grow for ourselves, then everything else, like it doesn't matter. And so um, sometimes when I look at what I write down or, you know, I, I make, I'm constantly making notes. I have notepads like all over my house just in case a thought pops up. Um, I don't like to just sit and dwell on a certain thought, whether it's positive or an idea for a joke or, um, something I think could be good in a book someday if I, um, end up ever putting out another book, which I would really like to, um, and all these little things. So I capture these thoughts and when I do gather them together or take a moment to think, oh, that's why interesting thought. What spurred that? Where did that little spark come from? Um, I can usually tie it back to either an experience that I have had recently or had in the past or something I've learned or grown from or something I'm experiencing right now. And it allows me to like truly look inside myself for why I might be able to benefit from that. Like, why does that matter? If I choose to share that on social media, what is the point of it? And that's actually the point of this post that I want to make. Um, or probably will have made by the time you listen to this, um, about choosing to share, when we choose to share a story or a message, like what is the intention behind that? And how can we do it in a way that is um, for the collective greater good, starting with ourselves? That's why I love to follow the types of people who share things from their own space, their own experience, Um, instead of saying, you know, always saying like you, 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 which sometimes people can do it in a well, a way that's really positive. Um, sometimes though it, it can actually come off a little bit like a projection, which is what I want to avoid any time possible. And I catch myself sometimes not doing something exactly right. 
Um, especially if I try a new message, some, you know, there's a lots of things that I want to share about and the genuine intent is how can I do this in a way that has healing properties of sharing and laughing and connecting, um, or thinking, just thinking about something differently and not create the angry mob vibe. Like there's lots of things that happen in my life that I could just like list them out and be like, oh my gosh, can you believe this happened and this happened and this happened? Ugh. And I could rally people and be like angry mob syndrome, like let people join in and sling the hate too, or be like, oh my gosh, no way. Now, to be totally honest, there are some things that I have dealt with in my life and occasionally that things still crop up that are so ugh, trying that for me, it is healthier for me to move forward quicker if I can just share something with a trusted source, either a friend or a close family member. I have a handful of people. Some of you might be ones listening and thank you so much for that. There are a few people in my life that I will go, hey, here's something that happened because I just need to blow off the steam. And these people are people I have chosen intentionally because they're not the type of people to like get angry and diss on whoever or whatever circumstance hurt me or whatever I'm expressing my grievance about. They're not rallying and booing and spitting down on somebody or something else. They're just there to hear me in that moment and validate it and go, ooh, yeesh, yeah, that sucks. I'm usually not looking for advice on it. I'm not usually looking for somebody to like fix the problem and it's not even always a problem. It's just that my day moves on quicker when I can just share something that is making me flustered and then like blow it off and move forward. And that is something that I feel so grateful for in just my kind of minding my own business and seeing like, how do people interact with each other? How do people talk about each other? I surround myself or as much as possible with people who talk about things. You know, I'm sure you guys have all probably seen at one point or another uh, quotes or or there's lots of different quotes to the effect of, um, you know, who you surround yourself with, like it matters. That's how it influences like who who you are. You become like the sum of the type of people that you are around. Um, You, uh, when you think about like sitting around a table with people who talk about ideas and not people, Um, They talk about strategies and not things that are always going wrong. Like when there is a a challenge to overcome or a new thing to deal with, it's like, okay, here's the thing. Let's accept and acknowledge it and build and and find a solution. So, you know, there's varying um, angles and degrees of where that I've seen that in just tons of different quotes and in business books and in all sorts of different things. Um, And it's so true. And I I am grateful for that um, positive influence in my life to just do that and notice that if someone is talking to me about someone else to not be like, Oh my gosh. Oh, what a horrible bitch. You know, like that doesn't help. Um, sometimes I will just join someone in that frustration to validate their feelings. If someone wants suggestions or advice or perspective, then I share. I try really hard not to project it on someone else and be like, well, I would do this and I would do that. And I'm so deeply grateful for my friends and family members, the people in my life who can hear me say the thing and then 
be a safe place just to like let it be and not feel like we have to race to a solution or that it has to become any more negative than it might have already been, right? So um, I just really felt uh, like jumping on and sending out a quick little message into the universe for whoever might um, have these similar thoughts or maybe feeling a little bit stuck as I have in the past and just remember that we, we're all okay. All of our journeys are different. All of our experiences are whatever they are supposed to be for us, for better or worse, right? And the more we can be in control of how we work through our challenges and how we share about them um, in a positive way, the better we are all off as a collective. And I love to follow and connect with people um, who are doing just that, who are still cheerful and optimistic and happy and kind even when there is turmoil in the world because yelling and screaming and kicking and fighting and getting angry and physical and blah never results in a positive change and um, some of those things seem so obvious and yet it can be a really difficult slow thing for people to learn Um, and so uh, just one of the one of the things that I was uh, wanting to share is especially when I am like prepping to give a speech of some sort or whatever, sharing on any platform really, or when I am coaching my own clients, um, when they're preparing for a speech in whatever their area of expertise, their field or their industry, whatever these people are preparing for, my reminder to myself and to anyone that I coach is just to remember to be ourselves, to be true to what our experience was and to make sure that that's really clear that these are the things that I've experienced. This is the thing that I have gone through or this is the aha moment that I had or this is the incredible book that I read and here's what it took, what my takeaway was. Knowing that not everyone will hear the message the way we think they might, the way we might want them to and maybe not the way we heard it. Um, and it still makes a, a great po- like point and a positive space to share something. And it might be a different new discovery or aha moment for someone else because they're in a totally different place in their life. They have a totally different scope of experiences up to that moment before they hear your message. And people either need to, like, well, they do. We, we all need to be ready to hear something for us to actually know how to take action and make a change. We have to feel like it's our idea. We have to know that it's a space that we get to make that decision and not have it forced upon us. And I've learned this just time and time and time and time and time again when I have taught improv classes and workshops of all different types, right? All ages, I've done everything from kids to youth groups to um, I've done stuff at a retirement community with old folks. Um, I've done stuff with church groups, with all different types of businesses and industries. And then I've had the really fun ones really are when I do ones that are just open to the general public and just anyone can sign up. And then you get a sampling of all different types of industries and backgrounds and marital status and uh, all the genders, everything, like everyone shows up and they're all there for a different reason. 
every single time. There's never, of course, been a time where I have like a dozen people show up to a multi-week improv course that came for the exact same reason. Of course not. Heck no. They all come for something unique and individual. My lessons are all generally structured in the same way. They have the same principles that I talk about from the improv rules. They have very similar exercises. Um, I don't always do the exact same lineup. I do a lot of the same things over the grand period of time though. And no matter what, I have never still in my whole, however many years I've been doing this, ever seen the exact same result from the same activity. I hear different keywords, takeaways, observations from every single rule that I ever talk about. Even the very basic of yes and, which at its core has a very basic principle of instead of agreeing with people, it is using yes as an acknowledgement and an acceptance that that other thing just it exists, either a task at work or a health issue or whatever. It's a whatever. I, I generally explain the rule the same way or very similar. Yes is in a place of acceptance and acknowledgement and requires that we do something with it, right? Blah, 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 blah. And then the explanation goes on and on and on um, about how yes and can work. And I give examples of how yes and worked for me. And every single time I have done it, I have heard at least one new perspective or a different scenario where someone can see how that would work in their life, um, communicating with their children or their partner or at their office or whatever it is, or how they approach their marketing element in a a piece, uh, you know, a post on whatever business they're in. It applies in so many different ways. And that is what I love so much about it because the same principle is available for the use of everyone who decides they want to apply it in whatever way works for them. And it is magical. And so often people will come to me and they'll say, oh my gosh, you know what? My husband needs to take this class. Or, oh, you know who needs this is my boss. Or, oh, my teenager. I wish they could hear this. And I think that's really great. And I, I believe the intention and the sentiment is sentiment? sentiment, 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 cinnamon. Now I want something with cinnamon. Anyway, I believe that that is with good intentions. I believe they are like having their own aha moment and going, Oh my gosh, this is something I see this enrichment of some sort, some little new nugget for them. And they want other people who might be a yeah, butter, or maybe just could use a little bit of a boost in yes anding they want them to see it too. And I uh, express the appreciation for it every time. And I always encourage people to take an improv class and to be open to the fact that whoever their loved one is or whoever their coworker is or whoever the person they freaking loathe, who they're like, oh, I wish this person would take this class. They need to be open to the idea that even if that person takes the class, they will still only hear whatever they are supposed to hear, whatever they are ready for, wherever they are in their life, wherever they are in their journey to self-discovery or whatever, whatever blocks they might have are going to be different. Even if subtle, they are going to be different than other people. And it can be kind of frustrating. And it used to be like, because I'd be like, oh my gosh, if only everyone could see this one certain thing exactly the way I saw it, there would be world peace. And I still feel that way sometimes about certain elements, especially when I'm talking about improv. Um, and I, I know still that there, it doesn't work that way. And I love that that it allows the freedom and the fluidity of 
creating a, a, a vessel. It's a vessel for constant improvement and advancement in our own unique ways. And anyway, so I just was feeling so giddy in my heart about how it's not frustrating for me anymore when I feel like, oh, someone missed the point of that message. Or like I say a post and something like someone responds in a way that's really unexpected. Or if I get a private message about something that I'm like, oh my gosh, I would have never thought about that angle from what I just posted because I was thinking about it from my lens, right? Or when I tell new jokes or I tell, or if I perform improv, which is always something new and things don't always hit at the, at the way that you might think they will. Sometimes it's, it's just different. There's no way to fully predict the way people are going to react. And yet I love the openness of being able to continue to explore and evaluate like how I put my messaging into the world. So, um, I just wanted to share that and the word amplify, 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 amplify has just been in my mind for a long time. Like the past several years, ever since I, um, actually was really young, I have loved microphones. And I remember being in a church building and realizing when I was like tapping on the microphone at the, at the pulpit, um, that I was like, Oh my gosh, this thing is so cool. It makes your voice so loud. And I loved that literal amplification that happened. And um, so the post that I uh, am doing today on social media or have done by the time, again, like by the time you've probably heard this, is is just paying homage to amplification and to like, what do I want to amplify? I think about that often. And why do I want to? And I have a little, uh, a little Easter egg in my tattoo of flowers on my forearm that I had the artist put in a little, um, little microphone to remind me of my passion for amplifying. And I know that when I've made really big changes in my life and started to consider things from another perspective of other than my own, and put my guard down, because a lot of us sometimes have a guard that is like, this is what I already know to be true, this is what I've been taught, this is the circumstance I was raised in, this is blah, blah, blah. And it can be really difficult and scary or annoying or frustrating to try to consider another perspective. And yet my biggest moments of self-awareness and how I do things and how I look at the world and my ability to be sympathetic and empathetic to other people around me has come from this delicious space of accepting and acknowledging all the different things that people are experiencing all around us and how differently we might interpret messaging and how no, no story I ever share is more important than someone else's. And when I've had these moments of where I get to listen to someone else or I see someone uh, share a beautiful picture of uh, a hike they went on um, and I see things through their eyes and I get to really try my best to hear, hear what they're saying and find ways to incorporate it into my own experience. It just um, brings a lot of peace and joy to the, the scope of humanity and, and what, what I want my role to be with. Um, one final little thought and speaking of perspective, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I did a, a hike here in town that is really a difficult hike. It is called Servaday Peak. It is basically straight up. Um, it's like four and a half miles-ish round trip. Uh, but, you know, your two, two point whatever miles up is basically just straight up. And the first time I attempted it, it was summer, August. It was August 20th. 
No, August 22nd, 2020. I remember that date specifically uh, for a variety of reasons. It was very hot out. It was smoky um, and I was hiking it and I couldn't make it to the top. It was way too freaking hot. It was horrible air quality. It was not the right day to do that hike. So I just did it early in the season and it was a beautiful day, slightly overcast, just a couple of peaks of the sun coming through the you know, coming through the clouds and, um, and we're just coming out of winter. Right. And so spring is happening, but things were not really starting to bloom a whole lot. There was like just this little skiff of little green bits coming up, uh, around, um, as I was walking up the trail and then just yesterday. So a couple weeks later, just yesterday, I saw a friend of mine here in town who also just did the hike only in her pictures it's very green. It's starting to look really green and lush. And like the, the view, uh, from the top where mine look kind of just like these dusty Brown Hills and you know, whatever you see the, the lucky peak reservoir down below hers had this yummy glow of green and freshness in spring. And that's the view she got of the same hike And it's just, oh man, I'm so obsessed with metaphors. I just love taking that moment to see like how we both did the same hike. They were both difficult for, I mean, for both of us is difficult. We both love the feeling of achievement when you get to the top, that it's always worth the view, da, da, da. And yet it looked different. It was still different. There were different motivations for us, different whatever, right? And it's so true for us with like everything that we do in life. And instead of looking for the, like the real differences and like how they might be wrong or if there's jealousy, oh, I should have waited two more weeks so I could actually see some little flowers like peeking up, oh, you know, instead appreciating that I got to add to my experience by seeing what someone else shared and finding the good and the connecting and the joyfulness from it. So um, anyhow, that's something maybe for me. Um, I hope that was, uh, enjoyable for someone out there to listen. And I appreciate as always, you guys taking time to, uh, jump in here to the podcast and I would love to hear from you. Um, feel free to send me a message. I'm really easy to find on social media. You can either contact me right through my website, meganmccaleb.com at the contact form, um, or hit me up on any of the social medias at kooky Megan, K-O-O-K-Y-M-E-G-A-N. Um, and I love to hear what people think, um, about the podcast and, um, and if there's any, any insight that you had, um, share it. I love it. And I love sharing the stories and collecting the feelings and all the goodness. So, um, cheers to sharing messages and, and really considering like, what can we amplify? Like why and why, what is important to us? And, if it's something that is profound and interesting and really like, you know, like important to us, don't you think it might be important to someone else? And what a cool feeling it is when we get to share and, and have that um, opportunity to, uh, to interact with people and to bring even more, uh, like a more robust um, experience to whatever we've gone through. Ah, it's just so good. I think. Anyway. All right. Wishing you well. Get out there and do something that makes you feel happy or stay in and take a nap. 
just focus on you and I hope that you have a great afternoon or evening or whatever. Um, you'd think by now I would be better at signing off, but I just kind of ramble and meander until somehow it just ends. So sending you lots of love. Wow. Thank you for listening to the I Hardly Know Her podcast. If you'd like to stay connected to me in other ways, you can find me on most social media platforms at Kooky Megan or at my website, meganmccaleb.com. And remember, you don't have to be a big deal to do big things.